Welcome to Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. Your host is Michelle Beck. Our show is here to help breast cancer patients, survivors, thrivers, their friends and family by providing resources, support, and inspiration they can use right now. Here is your host, Michelle Beck. Hello, and thanks for joining us today. My name is Michelle Beck. I am the patient programs assistant at Breast Friends of Oregon, and I'm a two-time nine-year survivor of breast cancer. And when I have time, which is not very often, I write at a blog called I Never Liked Pink. And that's where you can also find me on social media is I Never Liked Pink. Today is actually a super fun show. It was very stressful earlier today. I had my my scheduled guest call out sick, which life happens and we'll totally get her rescheduled. But I called in on one of my friends and coworkers, Alyssa Beyer. She's our patient support coordinator at Breast Friends. And we are just going to kind of have some conversations today about the amazing programs and opportunities for women who've been diagnosed with cancer what we can do for them at breast friends and kind of share some of our stories and hopefully, you know, reach out to, to new patients out there who we can help virtually all across the country or here local around Portland, Oregon. So Alyssa, thank you for being here today. I so appreciate it. (laughs) Of course, Michelle, anytime. (laughs) Thank you. So as I mentioned, you are a patient support coordinator here at breast friends, but Tell us a little bit about your cancer story. I know we met in 2018 when you came to Breast Friends for support. So tell us about your, the, the non-fun, the, the cancer part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I was diagnosed with uh, triple negative breast cancer in October of 2017. I was 37 years old. Um, you felt, felt a lump in the shower and, you know, fortunately had it checked out quickly and my doctors took me seriously. And so, um, anyway, fast forward was diagnosed, um, went through 16 rounds of chemotherapy and then had a lumpectomy and radiation. And I completed all of my treatment, um, in the spring of 2018. And um, I have two kids, two boys, and at the time they were three and six. Oh, that's so hard. (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was really all, all that I had capacity for was treatment and being a mom. So Mm -hmm. I didn't really reach out or look for support until after I was done with my active treatment. And, um, I sort of started poking around on social media and stuff and trying to see like what was out there because I knew I couldn't possibly be the only 30 something woman that had breast cancer. Mm -hmm. So roundabout way, I answered a Facebook post that breast friends had, um, looking for volunteers and, I came into the office and I met with um, Becky and Allison and Yvonne and I pretty much never left. (laughs) I I say the same thing. I I came in to volunteer as well and didn't realize that I still needed support. I was, I had finished active treatment. I 
had a few months prior had my last surgery and I was just on hormone medication. And I was like, oh, I need to do something. I need to volunteer. But the moment I walked in the door and they wrapped me in the hugs and I sat and cried for an hour with Yvonne, I, I, the same thing I say that I never left. It's one thing I do love about our organization. We currently have five, five staff members and four of us are survivors. The other who's not a survivor, she lost her mother to breast cancer. And so she's very intimately related and knowledgeable about the journey. We all started as volunteers and it's having a, a small close knit organization with women who have the heart to serve is, is pretty impressive because I think that gives us very unique abilities to touch the lives of so many women who are just coming through the doors and helping their, whether it's their treatment time or survivorship, make it a much better experience and move forward. Yeah. I, uh, so in my position now, I talk to, um, women who are new to breast friends, whether they're just newly diagnosed and they're reaching out for support or whether maybe they're midway through or done with treatment. Either way, they're looking for support, but I would say, you know, 98% of the conversations end with, it's just nice to talk to somebody who gets it. Yes. And that's, that's, I think in any trauma that we go through, we want to find people who we feel like can understand us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, especially in the early stages, it's very, I mean, to hear the words you have cancer are very scary and you don't know how you're going to get through or what's going to be at the other end. And so to talk to somebody who's gone through it, survive the treatment, come out healthy, you know, happy, moving on with moving on, moving forward with their life is so invaluable. It really is because, and you don't, you don't realize it until you've, you've actually experienced it. I have a good friend who has gone through a completely different, but very devastating trauma recently. And I've told her just find, find others who understand, like I'm there to listen and to support but I haven't experienced that. So I've helped her find some organizations that she can speak with others who've gone through similar things. And I, I just didn't realize how much I needed it until you walk, you, you find your tribe. And that's, that's what we talk about as our tribe and women who get it. And I do want to jump back to your cancer story a little bit, because while you said you were diagnosed young at 37, you also were diagnosed triple negative, which is something that's so important to talk about for many reasons. Women are getting diagnosed younger with more aggressive stage cancer because they're quote unquote too young for cancer. And then triple negative is also becoming much more prominent and it is more challenging to treat. So, um, it, uh, I'm not sure what my question was, but I wanted to, I wanted to talk about that because we at breast friends, we've, we really have a gamut of experiences. Um, Alyssa also runs a, we're going to talk about our programs that we do, but she runs a support group, support group for newly diagnosed or active treatment women. And I've, I jumped on that last month and I'm going to help out. And we kind of, we have some different experiences. Alyssa has had a lumpectomy and radiation and chemo. 
and I, I've also had a lumpectomy radiation, but I've also had a mastectomy and, um, I'm on some preventative medication. She is not because there isn't any preventative medication for triple negative. So it's, it's nice to be able to share these experiences. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that I think, I, I don't know this for sure, but I feel like, you know, even just 10, 15 years ago, there was just kind of this one standard treatment that, that all breast cancer patients got. Mm -hmm. And fortunately, you know, it has evolved over time as, as they've learned more and, you know, discovered new drugs and all that sort of stuff, um, which is good because it is, it's helping more women survive. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I can't, none of us can possibly know all the information about all the things. So it is really great that, you know, amongst our staff, we have different experiences. And then I also learn a ton from the women that go through treatment, different treatments than I had. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, triple negative is, uh, it is, I think it's still the least common. I believe so. Yes. Diagnosis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even though it doesn't feel like it, but. Well, I think we've, we've unfortunately in the past few years known so many young women who've been diagnosed triple negative and it generally is younger women who are getting diagnosed triple negative. um, Women and um, women of color. Women of color. Yes which is a vastly underserved community. And that's a whole separate show. Uh, <laughs> we definitely know that it's there's, there's really certain things with that more research and funds need to go into triple negative metastatic, why women of color are affected more. Um, and there's wonderful organizations who do things like that. There's metaviver.com. You can go on um, cancer.org. There's just, there's, if you're interested in donating for research and things like that, just search, g- Google it. Um, you know, you can always donate to breast friends to help us do when our, our mission is to ensure that women don't go through cancer alone. And we are a small nonprofit and we live on donations. So if you feel it, you can text for one text BF radio to four, one, four, four, four to help out our programs. But I do want to kind of dig into our programs a little bit. And one thing which Alyssa has really spearheaded, and I think is fabulous is a mentorship program where when new patients come in, Alyssa has conversations with them, finds out about their, their diagnosis, their cancer type, their, their lifestyle, their family, and matches them up with a mentor to kind of go through the day-to-day trials of cancer treatment. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So this program, um, we at Breast Friends call it our heart of a warrior mentorship program and really it's been a huge joy to be a part of and to to get off the ground um so what we did is we we reached out to our community of women and we said hey you know if, if you're done with your treatment and you would like to give back and be a support to somebody else um you know, come be a mentor. And so we went through the training and I got to know each of them a little bit. And then we were able to offer these mentors to women who are new to breast friends. 
And so, yes, like you mentioned, when a woman calls or comes to Breast Friends, I get to know them a little bit. And if they're interested in having a mentor, I like to call myself a matchmaker. No, I love that. <laughs> and having a mentor, it's like literally having like your, your, your cancer BFF in your pocket. <laughs> right, right. And so, you know, they've, they've gotten, once they get matched up, you know, the mentors and the mentees, I guess is what we're calling them. Um, you know, they, they really can sort of drive how they want their relationship to go. Some, you know, chat on the phone for a couple hours, some, you know, text, some have met for coffee, some have, you know, gone to walk and talks together. There's just really kind of whatever is best for whatever is the best fit for that relationship. And yeah, it's just that person that you can call and you can say, Hey, you know, I'm having a really hard day or, Hey, do you know anything about this drug or, Hey, you know, it's now been six months since my last chemo, like, woohoo, you know, like mm -hmm. somebody who just gets it and <clears throat> can be that special one-on-one -on -one support, especially as they're new to breast friends. And cause sometimes stepping into a bigger support group, it's scary is overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. And you've, you've already been through treatment and you're traumatized because of that. And then you're like, or, or in treatment and you're like, Ooh, taking that first step is always the hardest part. Like, right. And you feel like you're back in high school. Like, Oh, are they going <laughs> to like me? Are they going to accept me? Like, are they going to be nice? And it's, it's funny. And you and I have both been blessed at breast friends because we, I found a mentor who became my best friend and you found a best friend. Um, that's our silver linings through cancer. And, um, my Yvonne, who, uh, she's my silver lining. All my listeners know intimately about her. Um, and you found Christine and sharing such similar experiences, similar journeys, both young boys, and you guys, you, I, I can't even describe the extent, extent of your friendship at this point, but someone you otherwise would not have met because, and unless you had cancer and you guys, you travel together, you run together, you have matching tattoos. Um, it's, it's amazing. No one wants to have cancer, but the amazing things that it's actually brought into our lives is I can't say enough about it. Right. Right. And you know, not, not every mentor and mentee is going to, is, are going to become, you know, BFFs. Right. I, you know, we got my, lucky. <laughs> yeah, I got very lucky. Um, but, you know, I will say that the mentors comment to me all the time, you know, how wonderful it is to talk with these women and to give back and to give purpose to what they've been through. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's, it's just a joy when they reach mm -hmm. out to me and they say, Oh my gosh, you know, I had such a fun conversation with so-and-so, or we finally got to meet in person and, you know, and we had coffee and it, so. Um, it's you know, really good for both sides of the relationship. Yeah. yeah. And we're really hoping to like, grow the program. We're going to start looking for new mentors. Um, 
and you know we really want it to sort of expand because especially now in the age of like being able to do things more virtually and mm-hmm. it just makes it easier to offer it to maybe a woman in a more rural community or you know somebody who can't come into you know the breast friends office area or something like that yeah and that i mean that that is one blessing to the the past two years is that we've really been able to expand our programs into virtual offerings and we will we will talk more about some other things that we have but it's i mean i love going into the office now because we can all be together and bounce things off each other but I'm not going to lie. It's nice to work from home in my pajamas sometimes. And, you know, like the, the support group that I had mentioned earlier, the newly diagnosed, that is virtual. Um, it, there's one coming up Tuesday, uh, April 12th at six 30. Um, if you're interested, you can email Alyssa at, um, A L Y S S A B E Y E R at breastfriends.org. I'm impressed that I got that out correctly. Uh, <laughs> um, but we have so much more to talk about. We are going to take a break. So please stay with us listeners. As I said, if you would like to help breast friends on its mission to ensure that women don't go through cancer alone, text BF radio to four, one, four, 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 or please go to our website, breastfriends.org and check out patient programs to see some of the things we're talking about today. Stay with us. We'll be back in a minute. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Thank you for listening today. Breast Friends needs your support. We rely on donations to continue our mission that no woman goes through cancer alone and to keep the show going. Please consider making a tax-deductible donation to Breast Friends. You can text BF Radio to 41444 or visit us at breastfriends.org to donate. You can also like us on Facebook at Breast Friends of Oregon or follow us on Instagram at Breast Friends PDX. Be sure to tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern Time for Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. I'm Claire Paxman, brand ambassador for Paxman Scout Cooling. Through my mom, I experienced the detrimental impact that hair loss during cancer treatment can have on someone's sense of identity. I am passionate in spreading the word about how scalp cooling can help those going through chemo treatment to retain hair and to gain a degree of control at this most difficult time in their lives. Listen in to the Breast Friends Cancer Support Network Wednesday at 9am Pacific, March the 2nd, 2022 and hear more about how you can address this devastating side effect have you friended us on facebook yet why not just go to facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for the keywords voice america once you are part of our facebook network you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows this week's featured guests and new happenings at the voice america talk radio network and you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline just go to facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for voice america You are tuned in to Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. To reach the program today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. 
you may also send an email to Michelle Beck at breastfriends.org. Now, back to the show. Hello, we are back. I'm Michelle and I'm here with my coworker and friend, Alyssa. And we are talking about the importance of support after cancer treatment and all of the amazing programs that we do here at Breast Friends because we don't talk about that enough. So um, it's just, it's wonderful to be able to share this with my, my friend and coworker. So before break, we were talking about the blessing of COVID that we've actually been able to do a lot of virtual things. And one thing which our um, our programs are, we call them warrior workshops. They've been run for the past year plus by our other good friend, Amy Berg. Um, she's not here. I didn't bug her this morning cause she's not a morning person. So she would have been like, um, hard pass. So <laughs> Alyssa has young boys who had to get off to school. So I knew she'd be here to talk with me. Um, our warrior workshops. So Alyssa, what do you think is the best part of the workshops? Well, one thing that I always like to tell women, new women, when I'm talking to them, when I'm describing the workshops, what I say is that they, they run the gamut of topics. So we can talk about, you know, sort of the standard nutrition and meditation and yoga, you know, and, and those sorts of things that are great. But then we can also talk about um, nipple restoration and Mm -hmm. dating after cancer and, um, you know, those sorts of topics that you're not really going to find other places besides within this community. Exactly. And so we've been able to do, we are starting to branch out and do some more in-person ones here in the Portland area, but there are we have probably almost 40 workshops from the past two years that we have recorded and you can find those over zoom. And if you're interested in that email, amy.berg at breastfriends.org. So it's a I M E E dot B E R G at breastfriends.org. And she can send you the private link to view those. And we also, um, literally, I, I meant to say this, like we, that we talk about side effects, um, lymphedema, how to deal with, um, oh God. So literally I'm having like cancer brain right now. Like, do um, this is the beauty of going totally live. And, um, but we also have really cool things like there's, um, skincare post breast cancer because our skin and our body totally changes. There's been makeup tutorials coming up. We've got um, a super fun in-person one, which is planting your own container flower garden. So, and over the holidays, we've done wreath making, we've done pumpkin. Um, oh gosh, the things with the little succulents on top. I can't think of what that is called right now, other than pumpkin planting, who knows, but it's, it's important to realize that we're not all about the cancer. We, it's about the connection and the community and making new, new friends. And while I know Alyssa and I were both very fortunate to have great support systems in our family, our partners, friends, parents, it's not the same. It's not the same as being like, Hey, I'm going to go hang out with my cancer peeps. And even though we're not talking about cancer, we're still doing some super, super cool stuff. And you have that connection. Um, one thing that 
I mentioned previously is we do have some various virtual support groups that we're doing. I mentioned the newly diagnosed group, which is the second Tuesday of each month at 6.30. We also do have a group for metastatic women, which is run by our executive director, Allison Hancock. And that is on the second Wednesday of every month from two to three 30. You can find all of these, everything that's going on is on our website calendar. So if you go to breastfriends.org, click on the upper right on calendar and you can see everything that's coming up. And that, that group it's, you know, while many may think, oh gosh, metastatic cancer, that's, that's going to be kind of a downer. It's not, it's really how they go in there. And I know you've attended more than I have, but Tell us a little bit about what goes on in those groups. Um, in the metastatic specifically? Or yeah, in- let's, let's start with metastatic and then we'll get to okay. GNO in a second. Okay. Yeah. So yes, the metastatic group, um, they are a lovely group of women that there's a very uh, cons- consistent, regular group that attends. And um, yes, of course, they talk about some of the challenges that they're having, you know, if they've recently switched medications or, or whatnot, but, you know, they also just talk about life and what's going on with them and, you know, how just sort of how they're, you know, how they're doing in their day-to-day life. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, they share recipes, like, you know, and they just talk about different, different things that, that, you know, any, any group of women, women would talk about. Um, so it is, you know, it is a very nice group. And I know that they really appreciate that monthly connection that they're able to have. And I know we've also had pharmaceutical companies who come and they talk about innovations in new medications for metastatic women, We've had shows with a woman who is, or not shows, excuse me, workshop or meetings. I'm so used to talking about shows. We've had meetings with a woman named Kelly Grossklags, who is a end of life counselor and talking about how, if, if they're at that stage, how important it is to go, go gracefully and figure out how to have those important conversations with your family and friends. So it's, we're really trying to give the best experiences to a variety of women. We do have a young support group. Um, Both Alyssa and I were diagnosed very young. Uh, I was 41. So I was on the cusp. We, people ask like, you know, what's, what's your age limit? I'm like, well, we don't have a limit. We feel like, we feel like age is just a number and it's, it's more than how you feel. Um, we have an event going on this Thursday night locally here at our office. And I'm so excited because it's my first event back in the office. I know you've done some, but we're having a game night where literally everyone brings their favorite games and we have snacks and possibly cocktails and we just laugh. So it's not about the cancer. It's about just getting together, getting out of our homes, away from our families. God love our families, but we got to get away sometimes. And just that sharing. So I'm really looking forward to that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, while there is a time and a place for sitting in a circle and talking about your feelings, <laughs> it's not, you know, it's not what everybody wants to do all the time. So especially I think those of us that were diagnosed younger and, mm-hmm. 
the beauty is too, is that as you're doing these things, like we met up last month and went to dinner and just, you know, of course, naturally cancer and treatment and those sorts of topics are just going to come up because you Mm -hmm. know, you're in a safe place with other women who understand. And, um, so yeah, of course those topics come up and we talk about things, but it's not the focus. And if you don't want to talk, you don't have to because we're all playing games and chit chatting about other stuff too. So you're not going to feel like you're put on the spot. Um, and yeah, we welcome any age. It <laughs> really doesn't matter, but, but obviously the, the, um, challenges and the, the things that happen to you as a woman when you're diagnosed in your twenties or thirties or even early forties is very different than when you're in your late fifties, sixties, seventies. Well, just for, for many of us, the challenges of being going through treatment with young children at home right? or, or still having a full-time career and young children, or, you know, how, how do I still manage intimacy with my partner and, you know, to, to work on my, my relationship when I have no energy because I'm working on my job and my kids, oh, and cancer treatment. So it's, it's definitely some interesting challenges as more and more women are being diagnosed young. So we hope and our hope and goal always is to provide, as you mentioned earlier, a safe space for women to come and talk about anything, whether it's cancer or not. One other thing, which I think is fabulous that we've been able to transition to some virtual meetings is something we call our girls night out the G and G N O groups it always, I kind of roll it so fast on my tongue. It's like, you know, um, and people are like, what is that? I'm like, Oh, it's the night out, you know, where monthly we currently have three different, three different regional programs here around the Portland area, one based in Salem, one in West Portland and which is more like Beaverton Hillsboro area. And then more like the East side of Portland across the river. Um, if you're a Portland person, you'll get that. But some of these meetings are actually virtual as well. Um, you have anything more to add about the, the GNO groups? And you can find all of these on the website calendar as well if you're interested in joining one of them virtually or in person. Yeah, I think they've all gone to like a hybrid model now um, where they're able, so those who want to get in person can and those who prefer Zoom still can do that. Um, they're all three are facilitated by volunteers who are also survivors or thrivers. And, um, you know, again, it's just another opportunity to, to get amongst other women who've, who've been through similar to what you've been through. And they, they also do, they are there for support, obviously, but you know, sometimes they, they have planned dinners. They also have like little mini workshops during the time of their groups. And it is, it is a place for support, but also that, that connection. So if listeners, if you're interested in any of those, please take a look at our calendar. Um, one thing I do want to talk about, which is only for the local people is our walk and talk groups. And I, I don't part- generally participate in them because as, as my listeners know, I have pain in my hands and my feet because of my medication. So but we do have programs. Um, Alyssa, you want to talk to us about those? Yeah. So we have a walk and talk program that's 
been a part of Best Friends. I don't know. Five or since six. since before our time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so started by a volunteer and um, has grown to now where we have one led on the west side of Portland and one on the east side of Portland and, you know, different days. They're usually on a Saturday. And it's really just an opportunity, again, another opportunity to connect. It's not about, you know, they're not going out and power walking like 10 miles. It's just like a nice little stroll through, you know, a beautiful park or a nice trail or something that, that the volunteer leader has picked out that's accessible. And again, it, you know, you can show up and if you need to go slow and you need to take breaks, it's fine. Everybody understands and Mm -hmm. nobody's going to leave you behind. Um, You know, that's, again, that's the beauty of being in that safe space. You don't have to explain why you're slow or why you're, (laughs) you know, not feeling well. It's just, it is what it is. And we've all been there. Um, So then an offshoot of, of that walk and talk has, created um team breast friends which is our running team um i'm definitely not taking part of that (laughs) so yeah that's something that has just recently started um you know there are a few of us that pre pre pre-cancer and or post-cancer were runners or have become runners and excuse me, and it's something that um, we want to encourage other women to try if they're interested. So we put together this team and we participated in the Shamrock Run, which was really fun. And we all got like pink sparkly tutus. So we kind of like stood out amongst the green. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And then we've got a few more events coming up in the spring and summer and then into the fall. Again, it also includes walkers. So it's not just for running, I should say, um, because all of these events have a walking component to them. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So if you're interested, you should check that out too, or, and, um, we actually just started on Instagram with that. Is it, is it at team breast friends? Is that what it is? Yes. And yeah. yeah. There's, um, if, if you, if you're looking for it and you find the right, it's, it's got a little pink ribbon with tennis shoes on, I think is what it is. It's the cutest logo. So if you're interested in following that, please do, um, or just go to the breast friends account, which is at breast friends PDX. And I'm sure it's connected on there somehow. Yeah. But, and, um, I wanted to mention too, in terms of the run, we have a girlfriend's run that we're participating in in October, it's Sunday, October 9th, and there will be more information coming out about that. But if you're interested, it's up in Vancouver, Washington, and we will be having a team doing it and we'll be doing fundraising for breast friends. So we would love as many who are interested to participate in that. So please look for more information on that. It will be on our website calendar and um, always looking for runners and walkers and fundraisers and sponsors so and gosh we're looking for sponsors for everything so 
as you know, as I mentioned before, we are a, a nonprofit and the past two years have really um, taken its toll on the way we fundraise because we haven't been able to do some in-person things. So we have events coming up and we'll talk more about those after break that we're always looking for sponsors for. So, um, and I know Alyssa, you were a runner in the past, but you and you have done some amazing runs post also as well. I think in the, I was thinking the one on the bridge of the gods. Yeah. The, the bridge of the goddess run, bridge of the goddess. Yeah. <laughs> but it is bridge of the gods, but <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a local, uh, event that is, happens every year and it was sort of something that had been on my not bucket list but I had my eye on it and um yeah the timing of it just worked out to where that was the first you know 10k that um I did after after cancer and Christine and I did it together and we had little shirts made you know that said our first run after cancer and we got a lot of you know, love and support. And that was, that was really fun. So that sort of sparked my. Mm -hmm. Well, and I I wanted to bring that up because I think it's super important too, for those of you out there who are in active treatment or just finishing up and you feel like you're never going to get out of that space where you're exhausted and you have no energy for anything other than literally basic day-to-day survival and treatment and time does heal it, it heals, it heals your mind and it also heals your body. But I love the fact that I've, I've never been a super physical person, but even for me afterwards, I was able to, I found a new love for my Peloton for biking. That's what I can do for myself. And Alyssa's getting back into running and kickboxing. And it just, it just takes time. I'm sure while we were going through treatment, neither one of us ever felt like we were going to get out of bed or have any energy to do anything else. So, um, you know, you'll get there. You just, you got to have, you got to have hope, but we are going to take another short break and listeners, if you, or you would like to nominate someone to be a guest on my show or to be a sponsor for an episode or a length of time, you can always email me at michellebeck at breastfriends.org. Stay with us. We'll be back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. I'm Claire Paxman, brand ambassador for Paxman Scout Cooling. Through my mum, I experienced the detrimental impact that hair loss during cancer treatment can have on someone's sense of identity. I am passionate in spreading the word about how scout cooling can help those going through chemo treatment to retain hair and to gain a degree of control at this most difficult time in their lives. Listen in to the Breast Friends Cancer Support Network, Wednesday at 9am Pacific, March the 2nd, 2022, and hear more about how you can address this devastating side effect. Thank you for listening today. Breast Friends needs your support. We rely on donations to continue our mission that no woman goes through cancer alone and to keep the show going. Please consider making a tax-deductible donation to Breast Friends. You can text BF Radio to 41444 or visit us at breastfriends.org to donate. You can also like us on Facebook at Breast Friends of Oregon or follow us on Instagram at Breast Friends PDX. 
Be sure to tune in to the Voice America Health & Wellness Channel every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern Time for Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are tuned in to Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. To reach the program today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Michelle Beck at breastfriends.org. Now, back to the show. Thanks for staying with us. I'm Michelle, and I've got my friend and coworker at Breast Friends here, Alyssa. And we've been talking about the amazing work that Breast Friends does. And I'm sure you can sense a theme that we're really about support and connection. And we, we really talk about education, inspiration, and hope is, I'm, I'm sure those aren't the three right words, but they're the ones that come to my brain when we're talking about what Breast Friends does. So if you or a loved one or friend just are really in need of support, please go to our website and see what we can do for you. Alyssa, next, I want to talk about one of my favorite programs that we do, which there's, there's that weird part of me is bummed that I never got to participate in. It's called our Brave is Beautiful program. And so can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, in hindsight, I'm very bummed too. Um, so it, this, again, this program has been around for a while, way before our time. Mm -hmm. It was originally called Bald is Beautiful. And we have recently decided to change the name to Brave is Beautiful. Um, because we realize not, not every woman loses her hair during her cancer journey. Mm -hmm. uh, for some women, you know, their hair is coming back and they still would like to participate. So mm -hmm. what it is, is a um, photo, a professional photo shoot for the woman and anybody she would like to have with her. So her partner or spouse or kids or caregiver or you know, I know Becky did it um, with, and her dog made an appearance. So. Mm -hmm. Gotta have Swayze in the picture. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, um, we have a local photographer who has a studio um, next to her home. And then um, we also provide free um, makeup, uh, free a makeup artist to come in and do the woman's makeup and really just help her feel her most confident and beautiful. And, um, you know, when I was going through treatment, I did hear about the program, but I just, I was not confident enough. You know, I felt like, why would I want pictures? You know, why, why would I want pictures reminding me of this time when I don't have hair and I feel right. completely and I not feel, beautiful? 
right. And I feel awful and I don't like the way I look. And, but now having gone to the photo shoots and experienced it in that capacity, I mean, I'm, I'm in tears at every session because it's just so powerful. It's so empowering. You know, the, the women are just, they, they glow. Yes. And they love the way they look and, you know, the photographers and the makeup artists are so great at bringing out that, that beauty from within and Mm -hmm. you just, you see it in the pictures and, you know, giving the women, we give them a, a photo album afterwards and, you know, it's just something that they can have and, um, it's just a very special program that we mm-hmm. offer and yeah, it's, I would it's amazing. It. And our office, anybody to do it. <laughs> yeah. Our office, we have pictures of, at which we do change out of the women who've gone through these photo shoots. And if you're actually interested in learning more about the process, if you go to our breast friends, YouTube channel, which is breast friends of Oregon, I recently posted a, a news clip about the program. It's a few years old, but it's, it's still hundred percent relevant and kind of shows the experience that you go through. So it's pretty amazing. Um, Christine, your, your BFF did that. And she, uh, I think her picture is actually somewhere on our website with, with one of her photo shoots and she, um, did she have her family with her in her shots? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, and she's, she's stunning regardless, but her, her, her brave and beautiful picture is just amazing. We have one in our office from a few years ago before my time from a, um, a wonderful woman named Ollie and she has hers with pink boxing gloves on. So it's super cool to see what the women come up with and, and the photographers, they really do. They just bring out the inner beauty at a time when the last thing that women feel is beautiful. So that, that is one of my, my favorite things that we do. And we even found ways to do it during, during the shutdown. We, we did them outside and our photographers were, and the artists were kind enough to, to do that in just to really continue to help women during that crazy time period. So one thing, another thing we do that's really for local women is our hope closet. And we just recently um, moved offices and we had a, local um instagram influencer family called us the remingtons you can find them on social media who are affiliated with good sam the rv and insurance company and they came in and helped us completely renovate a beautiful new office which is amazing and so please follow good sam and at us the remingtons to see what they do and they had chose us during October and they just created this, this amazing new space, but we have this, this separate office now, um, where we have, well, I'll let you tell it because you are more intimately familiar with the closet than I am. (laughs) So our hope closet is full of wigs. Primarily we were fortunate enough to receive a large a donation of brand new wigs from American Cancer Society. Um, so we have a variety of new wigs, different hairstyles, colors, lengths, all that stuff. We also have 
quite a few bras um, that that are also new that women can um, come in and and look through or try on. Um, you know, some a lot of times after surgery, whether it's a mastectomy or a lumpectomy, your breasts change, the size changes, and so you might be in need of a new bra. Um, and bras are expensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, we offer that. And we also have some, you know, surgical type bras, like um, more compression or ones that will hold, you know, drain tubes and things like that. Um, and then we also have a variety of <clears throat> hats and scarves. Um, if women, you know, are looking for something like that, or sometimes they just want to see them and feel them, you know, before they go out and buy them, because most of us don't know what we want on our bald head. We've never right. had to see that before. So and from, from what I've heard, it, it completely like your, it feels different without your hair. So you want to make sure that something is soft and not irritating. And we also have prosthesis. Yes. I never, I never say that word properly. So if you, you know, if you've had a mastectomy and you've decided to stay flat, you, we have a variety of sizes of those. And all of these things are free to the women who come in and, you know, we, we hope that they will continue to be a part of our programs, but that's not a requirement. So we, we have these, these items that have been donated to us and we, we pass them along as, as donations to those who need them. Um, we are almost out of time. So a couple things I do want to mention, we have things going on um, throughout the year, but if you have not signed up yet, we do have a wellness conference going, going on this Saturday, April 9th, and you have one more day to register. So today and tomorrow, you can go to the events page of our website, or you can text. And what's that right text, Alyssa? It's um, warrior wellness, all one word, to 41444. And it's a free virtual all day session from, we're starting with optional coffee chat in the morning with Alyssa and our, our friend and coworker, Amy. And we have five different centers during the day, starting off with, um, oh God, I can't think of the nutrition. Thank you. Uh, I've been looking at these, these things for weeks now, and I can't remember nutrition. We're talking about, um, what you can do for peri and post-menopause symptoms, which affects so many of us going through cancer. After that, we have survivorship and, um, at the same time, we're doing one on navigating survivorship and also alive and truly living with cancer. If you're on the metastatic side, and then we are finishing it off with a super cool presentation, which I'm super, I'm so excited to learn about, um, called, um, EFT or tapping. And can you tell us a little bit about that for those who aren't familiar with it? I know, I know I'm putting you on the spot because we just booked this lady yesterday. We had some changes going on. And so it's like, Ooh, let's talk about this. Yeah. So, um, from what I know, you know, tapping is a, um, a modality that is used where you, you literally use your fingers to tap on different points of your body. Um, it can reduce stress and anxiety. And I don't know how it works exactly. Like in terms of, I think it's, it's something to do with the acupressure points and the points that you do it on. Right. And then 
it, it just helps to release some emotions. It helps you to get in touch with what you're feeling. Um, I have experienced it. I've done it. I've experienced it and it has been wonderful, but I can't tell you how it works. That's okay. That's all. That's all we needed to know. Cause that was, that's more than I know about it, <laughs> but so it's going to be a super fun day. And if you're interested, please, you can still sign up today and tomorrow, um, by texting warrior wellness to four, one, four, 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 or go to the events page on our, on our website. We also have a golf tournament coming up, which is here in the Portland area on July 18th, which is a Monday, perfect day to take off work and get in some golf and also support breast friends. We have Sunday fun day, which is in August the 14th last year, they had this on my 50th birthday. So it was my perfect birthday party. And we will have, um, last year we called it beer, bruise and bites or something like that. Bruise. I don't know. This is the way my brain works, but it's just a day to get outside. It's at Abbey, Abbey farms winery in Carlton, Oregon. And it's a fundraiser for breast friends, but it's also a time to get together, see, see the, not just the, the women you've met, but their, their partners and come play games. We're going to have auction baskets and we are asking for donations of auction baskets, which is amazing. Um, and we are also looking for sponsors for these events too. And we're so excited this year to bring back our annual luncheon in October, which we're, we're announcing that officially at the conference, but we're going here too. And so on October 29th, we are going to have our luncheon back, which really is a, a thank you to our, uh, the women who've gone through our programs. We have, we have guest speakers, we have educational sessions, we'll have vendors out there and it's just so amazing. So please go to our website, check out all of the things that are coming up and um, if you feel, please make a donation. If you're interested in sponsoring anything, um, you can email Liz Brown at breastfriends.org or volunteering. And we are out of time. So Alyssa, thank you so much for being here today. I could not have done this without you. <laughs> it was my pleasure. I hope to be on again. You will definitely. So listeners, if you are a loved one, need our services, breastfriends.org, where you can also make a donation. You can find this on Voice America or wherever you get your podcasts. And now you can watch them on our Breast Friends YouTube channel. Please subscribe. And I think that's it. So remember, we'll be back next week. And until then, we rise by lifting each other. Thanks. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. Please join Michelle Beck again next Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We rise by lifting each other.